Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, it's the Thai guy. We're back with Matt Poirier. <laughs> also known <laughs> as the director video connoisseur, right, Matt? Yes. Yeah, either way, it's, it's perfectly fine. I think I've been, I've been out enough. I think like people will, will know either one. They, can, they, yeah. they know them interchangeably at this point, I hope. It's a DTVC. <laughs> well, isn't that when you watch Honor Up and the guys on the movie all oh. said Honor Up? Well, yeah, there's a part in this movie called Honor Up that has Cameron and a, an executive producer produced by Kanye West. So there's a part where they go, Honor Up, Honor Up, got to Honor Up, man, Honor Up. <laughs> it's like five to ten minutes of this scene. There, it's, like, <laughs> and there, it's, it's always sure like gangsters like, yeah. that are like working out. And like this guy's a like house, and you go on or up, on or up. <laughs> it's, like, it's a bit like Boston Up, right? With Snoop. Oh, Dogg. Boston Up, right? Snoop Dogg and Little John. Um, have you seen that, Matt? No. I, okay, <laughs> I got okay. my, my, my weekend viewing here. This could be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you might watch... not want to watch On or Up and Boston Up back to back. I, first off, I haven't seen either one, so I don't know yeah. what I'm saying really. But I just, right. just in the in- interest of not confusing the two, you yeah. might want to space them out. Because the titles idea. are so similar. I have 15, uh, 15 years apart. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a good enough break, I guess. But as we are here to talk about nothing, I mean, I guess not really nothing, but uh, Ty and Matt have some no subject ideas for me. Well, before we do that, we have should have been an action star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and well, Matt has one, and I guess Ty, you have one. Yes. So Matt, you want to go first? Oh yeah, do you want to do my? Okay, yeah. So, I, so, so I was telling uh, Ty how this came about. Um, I, uh, I was, you know, I heard um, Sean Colvin's "Sunny Came Home" um, sure. and, recently, and I was like, that was a real, you know, VH1 hit. Like that was one of the <laughs> on VH1, and I was like thinking about the VJs at that time, and I remembered Kane. Um, you know, he had kind of like this blonde, spiky hair at the time. Um, he was one of their VJs, and I remember he, he kind of didn't fit with like the whole VH1 aesthetic that they were going for in the early 2000s. But I was like, boy, Kane could have been an action star. Um, and, and so that's why I mentioned the time. I was like, yeah, you know, he, he definitely could have been. And then I was thinking, like, the actual that Sonny Came Home song could have been an action movie, like Sonny Came Home with a Vengeance. So, yeah, it's, maybe, <laughs> so Sonny you know, herself could have yeah, been an action star. Sonny exactly. Came Home with a Vengeance. <laughs> that sounds kind of dark if you listen to it it's about like it sounds like it's about a woman who's like setting a house on fire or something like that like yes, she's like burning a... her ex-lover's house or something <laughs> it's like waiting to exhale is that, and that, and that that's the big scene in that movie a movie i've never seen it's like whitney houston like burns i don't know maybe forrest whitaker's car i don't really know <laughs> that was the thing in the trailer because he had you know trying to get the men to watch that <laughs> like, right, yeah. tough sell, but sure. Yeah, I, um, I, but I didn't fall for it. It's like, but, you know, when Sunny came home. It, it, to me, yeah. that's an easy song to confuse with um, "Where Have All the Cowboys Gone" you know, yes. by Paula oh. Cole. Very similar. Both kind of, I think we've talked about shop rock. You know, say you're at Home Depot and you're looking for duct tape, and yeah. both of those songs <laughs> kind of come over the PA system. And you know, or go ahead. I was gonna say, do you ever run into a situation where you're you're in a place like that? Um, whatever it may be, you know, pharmacy, grocery store, uh, home, home Depot. And you hear a song from that period and you're like, who did that? But there's also a sense of like, I don't want to Shazam it. Right. Like, I feel like I should know who did that one. Absolutely. Um, I was just yeah. in that situation recently. Oh, what's, um, what's up? I could, t- I was at stop and shop. And then I heard this very familiar keyboard riff 
coming over the speakers. It was do 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 do. It's like okay, I know this song. Human League. Oh, fascination. Exactly, exactly. That's what it was. Even so, it's like obviously that's what it was once the chorus kicked in. But like in that moment. I heard and I didn't Shazam it. I thought, no, I'm not going to cheat because I do know the song. And then it, and then, yes, the chorus kicked in. It's like, yes, this is a human league. Um, and then for a second, I thought it was about Thompson Twins. Yeah. Oh, Thompson yeah. Twins? I don't no, know. no, but I, I think it is human league. But yeah, so that just happened to me just a few days ago. Yeah, I, I had one recently where it was um, You Wanted More by Tonic. Um, I don't remember that oh. one. Well, I remember um, the band Tonic. I do remember them. Yeah. I remember, like, if you can only see that Tonic. If you yes, can exactly. only see the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so their next album, they had this song called You Wanted More. It was like, you wanted more, more than I could <laughs> give. You know, whatever. And it was like, I was like trying to think, who did this? And then when I realized that who it was, I was like wishing that somebody in the store would ask me who the song was so I could be like, yes, I know who did this. You know, like I've got this knowledge that, that means something, you know. But, and it's and it's funny because there's at least one playlist on YouTube from a guy who either worked or currently works at Home Depot. And he actually put together a YouTube playlist of all the songs that are kind of like obscure songs, like not like really well-known songs that are played at Home Depot just to help people out so they could hear the songs that they maybe didn't know. And it's it's really incredible what he did. He like figured out all these songs by these lesser known, almost unknown artists, which they will throw in from time to time. And he put yeah. them all together and put them in a playlist. Well, that reminds me because I was at Stop and Shop a couple of years ago and they played some weird song. It was, it was by the band Parker Theory. Have you heard of this band? Parker Theory? No, it doesn't ring yeah. a bell. And the song's called Drawn to You. I don't know it. So I you don't should look it up because it's kind of catchy. It's like, I'm drawn to you. Whoa. <laughs> I'm drawn back to you. So it's like. <laughs> it's, it's like they do play. They don't always play, you know, songs by a bigger artist. Maybe this is something yeah. to do with licensing where they can license certain songs. Ah, they can't songs. afford certain songs. But I know they played uh, Invincible. Uh, oh, you know, Benatar. Benatar. Yeah, they played that when I was, you know, hanging around the, you know, fruit and vegetable section at Stop and Shop. Because so. right, those, you know, those brown spots on the bananas, they're they're not invincible. <laughs> they're not. Like, uh, they're, but, they're very invincible. When I was looking up King, he's like, wait, what King look like? Um, he looks, he kind of looks like Stephen Dorff from the 90s. So he's, he's like a, you know, a Dorff clone. He's so like a I, slacker type of guy. Yeah, he has like this blonde kind of spiky hair. So I looked him up and I mm. found something about Kane. Which is what? This is from the Variety from the year oh. 2000. Okay. Acting Spider bites Kane. How <laughs> hot is HBO Sex in the City? Try this. The William Morris Agency is getting the word out that Kane, the magnetic New York DJ who hosts The Rock Show on VH1, is guest starring on Hot Child in the City in the September 24th episode. Kane, 30, will use his real name, Doug Peterson, in his billing for the episode. Although he's never taken any formal acting lessons, Peterson's goal is to become a leading man in movies and TV. So, William Morris is so high on his work in the Hot Child episode that it's playing their push to get him more acting jobs on that in the strength of that performance. Well, I love the research that you did on this. So you found this variety from 2000, and yeah. they're they're pushing Kane, which is funny because I, I don't know if it's the same Kane. I would imagine it, it would have to be, but um, well, there's oh. Kane, and then there's Kane with a K, right? Well, the wrestler who yeah. was in See No Evil. <laughs> so if you look up Kane Peterson on IMDb, <laughs> guess how many IMDb credits he has? One. Four. 
He won, exactly. Won, oh, okay. That's, you that's always... the city episode. <laughs> is he, as Doug Peterson. <laughs> right. yeah, 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 as Doug Peterson. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, it actually didn't say that part. Cause, no, because he's Kane Peterson on uh, IMDb, so they didn't mention that, that it's as oh, Doug they... oh, okay, so Variety yeah. lied. But, yeah, it doesn't even mention the episode. It just says Sex in the City and Wade. Um, well, maybe <laughs> now that we Wade. know, we could we could add that ourselves to IMDb. I'm yeah. not going to watch the episode. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention Sex in the City because when you were talking about the, trying to get men to watch How Stella Got a Groove Back, I was going to say, well, that would be a tough sell for. <laughs> I think that was but, waiting to exhale the same thing. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. But uh, I was going to say the same thing about Sex in the City. Like trying to get a man to watch that is a very tough sell. I was going to say that, and yeah. but I didn't. And then you said the thing about Kane being on Sex in the City. It's like, ah, oh. um, so close. I mean, so like, close. Uh, so there is sort of a connection. I still got her groove back. I mean, I've never seen that either. I mean, I'm assuming she does. I guess that's a spoiler alert. But isn't there some sort of revenge in that too, or like the? I will look into that. I okay. think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the case for the next episode. But I think Kane is like a DJ, I think in Connecticut, but it's one of those pop stations like well, uh, that plays like Miley Cyrus, Top 40. Oh, to, yeah. oh, Top 40, like the hot Miley Cyrus song from 2013. That's the only yeah. hot songs I know. Well, but I think those are the ones they're still playing. But see, because oh. Kane, I feel like he's more of a rocker and he kind of doesn't really want to be doing it. But it's like the only DJ job he could get. So... <laughs> he kind of like is disgruntled as he is. Oh yeah, and here's uh, Christina Aguilera. Yeah. And he doesn't really want to be doing it. But um, <laughs> well, <laughs> if it's the same guy, which I imagine it is. Did we talk about in the last episode of, Con- of Connoisseur that Casey Kasem was an action star? Because you know he's like a DJ. Like, yes, yes, that's yeah. right. Yes, I remember that. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, that, another connection. <laughs> yes, I can't do it right. I'm like for number one, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> But didn't like, he like also read letters from people and the letters yes. are like really short? They're like, Jamie from Santa Clara, California wants to hear Quarter Flash with Harden My Heart. And here it is. And then I'll just and then they'll yeah. play it. It's like, okay. Yeah, they were like long distance dedications. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I, yeah, I, I met I met Jim, you know, a couple skate at the local, you know, we were skating to the Jets, uh, you know, make it real. And, you know, and I lost Jim for, you know, but I wanted to play this and hopefully he'll hear it. So here you go, Jim. Here's make it real. <laughs> here you go, Jim. With the Jets. <laughs> With the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> also the Jetsons. Like, so um, our action star also, we have another, we have an okay. action star. Yes. Uh, I told us to Matt. Here we go, Brett. George Hamilton. Oh, yes. George Hamilton. Yeah. So, I, that is a little surprising that he never went down the road of being a gritty sort of this is perfect shooting is, man. Because this is, it would be called burned. It's one <laughs> tan too far. So, <laughs> I like that burned. That's good. Yeah. And then he's like, I mean, like a Ra- Raymond Chandler detective kind of guy, but also, mm-hmm. you know, shoots people. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's going up against Delgados or something like that. No, but, no. Like, but see, yeah, he was burned because like yeah. he got a raw deal in life. You know, he, yeah. they screwed him on some sort of deal, like maybe a yeah. land deal or something. Like a, and then he, I get to see it. He's wearing a suit like the whole movie. <laughs> Cause he usually wears a suit and then he, he punches people, but the suit, the suit always gets ruffled. That's all. <laughs> right. And his ties may be a bit askew, but he, yeah. you know, never gets too rumpled because he, you know, it's George Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, and then the, I guess the love interest could be maybe like a Joan Severance, you know, mm. maybe like kind of his age. So it's like I was thinking um, Mona from Who's the Boss? Um, <laughs> Catherine Hellman? <laughs> sure. How about her? Oh, 
Yeah. So you can be sad on the phone. George, be careful out there. Oh, I will. <laughs> but I've been burned. <laughs> one too many times. One too many times. Matt, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> well, so one thing I'm wondering with George yeah. Hamilton is in the, in the gritty action, or do we give him the five o'clock shadow, or do we go clean shaven? <sighs> no, he needs the tan. He needs yeah. the Yeah, but that's yeah. not the question. Does he oh, have the tan? A tan and, beard? Well, uh, like a Lyle Alzado kind of look, where yeah, you, that's a good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone's ever compared George Hamilton and Lyle Alzado before, but this is what we do here. Maybe, like, maybe guess, people watching Ernest Goes to Camp thought, hmm, George <laughs> Hamilton would have been great, you know, running that that front end loader, you know. Or... I could see Lyle Alzado maybe, maybe as like a big tough guy that uh, Hamilton beats. Like it takes a while, but he he gets them. It's just a couple of right. punches. Like he punches Lyle, and it's like ah, oh, my fist. Yes. Yeah, so like like John Matuzak, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, one man force kind of thing. Uh, and then maybe he could, he could play the villain too, Lyle. He could be like a Rockman or something like that. It's like I gotta get that Rockman. Just like but he's you know the, there's usually like a heavy like a you yeah. know. Like a goon type guy yeah. in these movies, and he could they'd be perfect for that. Yeah, I, I want this could come out too, like in 1996. Burn George Hamilton. It's like yeah, 1996. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Maybe 98, maybe 2000, but it's kind of like. <laughs> eh. But can't, I don't think after 2000 though. Yeah, it has a cutoff. So. Yeah. So I think it could have come out anytime throughout the 80s or 90s or 70s, but just by the time of 2000, eh, that'd be pushing it a little bit. No, because he's like, he's still, I'm not sure how old he is now, but I think he's at least 70 plus. So, so. he was born in, I, I looked it up, he was born in 39, so he's about okay. to turn 83. So late 90s would have been the perfect time because he would have yeah. been in that, that like that mid 50s age yeah, range. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And it would have been a good role for him. It could have been like what everyone said about, you know, when, um, you know, like Burt Reynolds was in Boogie Nights, you know, yeah. and they said, oh, oh this is like great. a great, you know, like this is a big yeah. comeback role for Burt, you know, and it's like, something it's like, like that. Now, here's his comeback role for George Burns. Check it out. That's me confused with George Burns. That's pretty close. Yeah. Whereas 83, that's, that was the beginning of George Burns's career. Really. <laughs> he hit his stride at 100, right? Yeah, yeah, he really did, yeah. So in the 90s, if you did, if you move it up to a little bit earlier in the 90s, you could have had both. Because um, yeah. I think George Burns died in like he, like, he was like just after he turned 100, I think, right? Like in the <laughs> wow. mid 90s. And you know what would have been a good role? He could have been like George Hamilton's father in the movie. Oh, and he had a machine gun at the end. Yeah. It's like yeah. a rocking chair. Like, like he's that. still tough. Almost like a Keaton's cop. Or did you see Nobody, Matt? Um, oh, oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Oh, you Odenkirk. should. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something similar happens in that with uh, Christopher Lloyd. So, um, oh, Christopher Lloyd's in that. Oh, yeah. Something really similar. Appreciate. You got to watch it like today. Yeah. yeah. No, it's 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 really a good movie, and um, it's not often you see Bob Odenkirk a as an action star, but b yeah. teaming up with Christopher Lloyd and RZA to yeah. get some sort of revenge. It's very unique in that. If sense. I'm not mistaken, we thought of this before this movie ever came out. You know, we thought that Bob Odenkirk. Well, we had this idea of these comedians kind of being action stars, like. And he was one of them. Yeah, I think so. And same with David Cross. So oh, I, yeah, okay. I do remember. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I do so remember. We thought of the that. idea. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> listening to the podcast. It, and it delivered the goods. I thought. Nobody. I did. Yeah. No, um, nobody is really a, a worthwhile good movie that people should watch. But I guess we'll jump into because we have a bunch of subjects. <laughs> and we haven't even gotten about. to the first no subject. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right, so I can totally see. Oh, yeah. one thing. The last thing about Burned would be um, I could totally picture the poster. 
it'd be like George Hamilton and with his suit and he has a gun, right? <laughs> like you'd see him right with a gun that's burned. He's been he's, he's been turned one too many times. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be a huge Hamilton face and then the gun and then uh, a couple and maybe um it's like coming soon, the home video, nineteen ninety six. So it's like yeah because a lot of times they would say that in these you know promotional things all right so we'll jump right to this first one (laughs) as you know we all love the expendables you know stallone you know all our favorites but how about this this is the expendables with food names uh, you know actor food names so we have john ham kevin bacon jerry rice stephen curry halle berry Meatloaf and Brie Larson <laughs> and Salman Rushdie as the villain. <laughs> right. Good. Right. Good. Oh, John Candy is the leader. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, do you have a name for this movie? Mm, unfortunately, we do not. But All right. Well, maybe we could think of one. Expired. The Foodables. Expired. <laughs> expired. Yeah, expired food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just expi- kind of like burn. Yeah, well, because, yeah, because, you know, the whole idea behind the Expendables is that they're aging action stars. So maybe that could carry over, I suppose. Yeah, the, the expires. So and like, <laughs> um, uh, the perishables. Oh, oh sell by, sell by. Oh, <laughs> sell by, that's good. I think, how about the perishables? The perishables, you got the it. Perishable, perishable. That's perfect. Yeah. That's very, like, uh, asylum cut name. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> and a lot of those people aren't strangers to action. Like, Halle Berry was in John Wick. Three. three and you know i guess you can count swordfish and then <laughs> sure <laughs> why not i always count swordfish no matter well, what we're Kevin talking bacon about. too you got death sentence right you know, yeah you know meatloaf was in uh you know blood rain fight club. <laughs> fight club yeah he beat up some people uh um, stephen curry you know <laughs> he's a basketball playing man wait, wait, who's the guy who choked out the um that metal world piece yeah oh, no, no. oh. Well, I was going to say, because there was the guy who choked out his coach, Latrell Sprewell. <laughs> who run, run our tests. Okay. Just well, run our tests is the one who went into the, in the crowd. He's now, yeah, he's now met a world piece. But yeah, he went into the crowd and uh, yeah, grabbed the fan who like threw a cup of soda or a cup of beer at him or something. <laughs> but who did you yeah. say I cut you up? Me? No, I Matt. I didn't say anybody. Oh, no, no. I was just saying, yeah, no, Medwell. Because I was saying, yeah, there was another player who, who choked his coach, Latrell <laughs> Sprewell. So, <laughs> so wow, he went on a sort of spree. Yeah. Uh, well, it's funny because we, we, I mean, I guess from basketball, right, you've got um, Rick Fox who did some stuff. Shaq oh. obviously has done some things, but you'd think basketball guys, like maybe it's because they're so tall, it's hard to cast them because it's like, you know, if you put like, you know, whoever it is, even Stephen Curry is like, he looks short, but in real life, he's taller. So if you put him next to like Tom Cruise, he'd be like towering right. over him. Yeah, that's probably why. Of course, you know, at the archive, we did come across that movie. What's it called? Heaven is a Playground. Yes, and it has your favorite basketball player. Brett. A Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's in the movie. And I guess so. He plays like Dikembe. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't play himself. I mean, his acting is probably really amazing. And also, oh, yeah, wasn't and Kevin Bacon in the air up there? Which is he was. Yes. It's right there. And then John Hamm, you know, Mad Men's the ultimate action show. It's, it's better than <laughs> Not Strike from there. what I've heard. Yeah. No, it's the ultimate boring show. But it's like. <laughs> but this is a funny idea. I like it. Yeah. You know, I, I think it has potential. Because um, it's actually mostly plausible with these people, with the exception of Meatloaf and John Candy. Right. All these people are still around. So 
Yeah, I like it. I think we should go. This should be made. You know, the same people that stole our idea for nobody should, <laughs> should be listening to this podcast. They can make this movie. Um, you know, I, it works for me. And then maybe it could be like, you know, they, all these people work in like a restaurant or a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah, and they it, all have to come together. Exactly. Yeah. So and they work in different departments. Like yes, someone could work the in the meat department, someone could yeah. work in the cheese. Uh, you know, there could be a new like um Allison Brie could play like the girl who gives oh, the free samples. Larson, you mean? Oh, Allison Brie could work too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Allison Brie and Brie Larson, that works actually. Yeah. yeah. They could be uh, sisters. <laughs> and they both work and you know they they have to come in early to give the free samples of the the cheese and they don't want to do it because they have some conflict you know right i could see that the yeah. terrorists come in and right. take over the grocery store and then maybe thinking, oh, go ahead well i was go gonna ahead. say i was thinking brie larson could be like the sophisticated one who like you know she she gets the job done but like you know like she's the one that they like they send into like the fancy gala you know and, and it's like, <laughs> it was a gala scene where they had to like <laughs> infiltrate something <laughs> yeah what was it was it mission impossible three where uh they the woman with goes into Jerry the galaxy Russell? to like stain philip seymour hoffman's shirt so they can like kidnap him or something and he's like she like gets the wine on his shirt he's like it only costs like thousands of dollars so it's not yeah. anything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad to hear someone else besides ty doing impressions on this yeah. show yeah um. <laughs> The one Phillips that's that's my Philip Seymour Hoffman impression actually is Mission Impossible Three when they catch you know um, Tom Cruise and he's like mm. put an explosive charge in your head that's like that's it just <laughs> that's really good yeah it's not bad no. it's like, yeah that's good put an explosive charge in your head like, okay yeah. you're you're the baddie in this movie Philip Seymour Hoffman it's, you know it, it kind of works in a way but it kind of you know it's like I don't know. it works but it's still really odd casting and it so it almost doesn't work so mm-hmm. it's like. <laughs> well, maybe he was still high off of his uh, performance in Capote that he was doing more oh, of a Truman yeah. Capote type of thing. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. I know. Like, <laughs> um, well, I, I think this would go definitely would go to the theater. Yeah, so, sure. In, in 1999, sure, yeah. Well, I think uh, was Brie Larson born? I mean, like, well, okay, you know? <laughs> we can't get this all perfect. Some people might have passed away. Some people might be yeah. young. I don't know if we could yeah. get everyone together. Okay, get, get, but in well, this John fantasy Candy, version, yeah. Yeah, John Candy would be the leader, so he would have his beret and he, you know, bark out orders. He'd know? be the Barney Ross of this movie. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, well, that uh, that would be befitting for him. I could see that being like his last movie or something. Yeah. You know? Um, and then uh, right. Salman Rushdie, you can totally see that as a villain, you know. <laughs> That'd be great. It's like we will destroy America, and then you know you get a you know a close up of Kevin Bacon. It's like I don't think so. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, because there has to be some like one liner, like know, one. For, well, maybe for if they're in the meat department, it's like time for a fresh cut. It's like. <laughs> Right, and then be like, then there's a knife fight with between Kevin Bacon and some terrorists. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. And John Hamm has to do something. I mean, yeah. I mean he could be like the manager. Yeah, the food puns just have to abound, right? Like, yeah. just, like so like many must, food puns. There has to be a rule, right, where like you can't have more than two pages worth of script without at least one food pun. <laughs> Right. Otherwise, it's a waste. I mean, a lot of brainstorming would have to go on. I mean, we've done a bunch, but we could well, maybe do some more. Maybe, yeah. you know, you got, like Halle Berry saying, aren't you glad to see me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Because obviously she works in the produce department. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I, I, I keep talking about this more. I have a, a kind of connection. To, OK, what's your connection? Uh, to the perishables, which is 
some more TV show ideas. Oh, okay. This is how uh, Petrables came about, which was Ham and Bacon, the cop show. So you got John Ham and Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. and they're and they're cops on the edge. <laughs> right. So, well, isn't usually one on the edge, and if there's you know going to be no, two, they're both on one. the edge. Oh, they're both on the edge. Oh, <laughs> it's a very gritty program. Oh. <laughs> no, no, Kevin Bacon would do some do some light comedy. It would be like Footloose. <laughs> Well, the thing is, they both do great Boston accents, so it could take place in Boston, and that could also yes. be a lot of the comedy, too. It's just like, you know, uh, they're not knocking over star markets here, something like, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm getting departed. Right. <laughs> yeah, so um, it'd be like the Devil's Island. Island. You know, there could be an episode with, like, an Irish uh, potential terrorist who... And then... Yeah, it'd be like Blue Bloods, but uh, better. <laughs> well, after yeah. season seven. <laughs> um, do you have a name for this show? Oh, it's, it's ham just ham bacon. bacon. Oh. It's ham and bacon. Um, and then our next one is very similar, which is uh, here's our next comedy hit on CBS. Martin Mall and Richard Mall <laughs> Mall it over. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and then oh, they play, let's see. I guess they can't be roommates because that's a, little, a bit too much like the odd couple, but no, maybe they could be, be co-workers yeah and then they have to room into each other it's like <laughs> we're gonna have maybe like have tony shalhoub as the wacky neighbor yeah <laughs> there's so many wacky scenarios so maybe in one episode you know richard mall has to get a haircut but he realizes he has no hair so then like so he borrows martin mall's hair for like a job interview Okay. <laughs> well, see, Martin Mull could be like a really deep thinker, and he always yeah. he's always mulling things over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mull it over. You know. Whereas Mall is more like, I mean, he probably isn't going to want to be like Bull. You know, right. he's probably going to want to do something different. So maybe like Richard Mull could. Um, uh, well, see, if Tony Shalhoub's the wacky neighbor, Martin Mull wouldn't be the wacky bailiff. They can't be no. two wacky characters. I just picture it would be kind of like an odd couple or a friend. People are in these like kind of a neighborhood complex, you know, going to the you know central perk or <laughs> well maybe it could be more of a drama like a melrose place where they live oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grant the show. couple had um was it al mullen what was that that guy the guy who who um was also on happy days who um took over for um pat marita um he, yeah that was he was the owner of al's diner right <laughs> on, on the odd couple he was their friend who was like a police officer who would like play poker games and stuff with them and he was kind of wacky so you could you can add a little extra wacky i think um <laughs> You know, I guess if, you, if it takes place in New York, maybe that's the rule. As long as it takes place in New York, you can have extra wacky. <laughs> sure. If it's anywhere else, maybe people are more depressed and they uh, <laughs> don't know. some extra wacky tonight on CBS with Mull It Over. <laughs> yeah, d- with Die Do and Don. <laughs> the, the luck I had to find that. It's, just, it's a one in a billion shot. Um, all right. Well, I mean, okay. Do you have any uh, ideas of any episodes, Brett? You know, I want to get on the action. I mean, an episode? And, uh, well, I think it was like a typical thing. So it would be like Martin Mall would do dot, dot, dot. So maybe Martin. Oh, okay. How about this one, Brett? Martin Mall has like a uh, family reunion. It's all hippies. And then Richard Mall does not like that because he was like in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> this the show is clearly writing itself. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, but if you have any ideas, please go ahead. I want to take a. Uh, from Mole and Mole, I, I mean, I think my whole take was to move it from a wacky comedy to a, a nighttime soap like uh, Melrose Place. Oh, but, Grant uh, Show. Yes, we all love Grant Show. Should have been an action star, but I think we mentioned that already. Thomas Calabro. <laughs> Thomas Am I Calabro. saying it right or is it Calabro? Like a... Calabro. Yeah. <laughs> Calabro, man. <laughs> um. 
All right. I feel like maybe you can move on to your next, oh, the next one? no okay, subject. Sure. So uh, we have some podcast ideas. Oh. So here we go. We'll start with the Calm Meanie podcast. So it's like, so he's calm and a meanie. <laughs> so it's just like. <laughs> uh, and of course, guess who his first guest is, Brett? Uh, Christian Slater. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's thoughts. Yeah, and of course they they kind of hash it out. We had a great one there where we were pointing in the, in the episode there. Where I, did I just I tried to do an Irish accent? I think I yeah. did. Uh, um, Paul McCartney. I don't know what happened there, but um, but 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 yeah, the idea of like him, yeah, doing that. And I guess the other thing too is he could have other meanies on, right? Like so, like yeah, yeah. um, Avery Brooks, you know, who played Commander Cisco. I mean, he was kind of a meanie and Spencer for hire, right? Um, and uh. That could be like the thing, like oh yeah, you're you're kind of known as a meanie, but maybe yeah. that, maybe that's what it is, right? Is that people yeah. who are known as being meanies, yeah, they show um, up and they're actually calm, more calm. On, on, yeah. on his show, on the Calm Meanie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so <it's> like... <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't there also a comedian Kevin Meanie who sort of like yeah, a... yeah. he's like a Richard yeah. Kind you're like a crazy person. Yeah. yeah. Is he like a Richard Kind? No, I won't say knockoff, but Richard Kind kind um, of clone. I... Mm, I, I don't know. Maybe, okay. Yeah, that was his routine. The, you're like a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember my friend, my friend Petrowski would do all kinds of impressions. And I remember one mm. time we were over at his place and his um his mom's cousin was visiting. So his mom, dad, and cousin, they had had a little bit too much to drink. They were having a fun time. And they, they called us into the kitchen so my, my buddy could do impressions for them to like entertain them. <laughs> Ty, this is your dream. You're, yeah, you're waiting for the day when someone does this for you. And they're like, dude, Jim from Taxi. And he's like, oh, I'm just, you know, and then, and then, um, then his dad didn't know who Bobcat Goldthwait was. So he kept going, do the guy who goes, um, do the guy who goes, um, because that's how my buddy would start his Bobcat impression. Be like, um, you know, and then he'd do like the whole thing. Um, but, but I remember he was sprinkling in Kevin Meany because we were, you know, we'd seen him do a comedy special on, on Comedy Central, and he was just like, you're like a crazy person walking around with a puss and, you know, all stuff like that. And um, I remember um, my, uh, the, 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 his, his, you know, his parents and, and mom's cousin would just, like, look at it. It's like they were laughing at, like, you know, Jim from Taxi. They're laughing at Bobcat. And then, you know, you're like a crazy person. They're like, huh? Well, <laughs> Maybe he's just not famous enough. You know? Exactly. Uh, yeah, go back to Jim from Taxi. So, um, uh, Yeah. But uh, that that was that was Kevin Meany, the you're like a crazy person routine. Uh-huh. So there you go. So he th- that seems like a good candidate. Maybe he could be like almost like what you do for us and vice versa. He could always be on the Cole Meany podcast. It'd be like Meany and Meany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of meanies. Eeny, meany, like... miny, mo. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you said uh, confidential stand up. What was that? Premium blend or was that? <laughs> yeah. Tompkins I Square. There, I think there's a Wait, couple. What Tompkins. was that other one? It was like Pulp Comics. Uh, yeah. Lounge lizards. I think. Or was it lounge lizards? Like they had skits and a comedian. Yes. What is it called? Pulp Comics. I think actually was that hosted by Bobcat Goldthwait. I think, I think it, it might have been. been. It was yeah. okay. I can't remember that. The, the one I remember with, with Kevin Meany actually was like a USO special where oh. um, he was doing Navy training, and I guess like he was show they were showing him how the Navy have these shirts that if you if you it, it are submerged in the water, you can blow air into the shirt. <laughs> And it will help you float. And I remember he was in a pool <laughs> demonstrating, and he's like, "Oh, I'm floating! I'm floating! I'm like a crazy person." <laughs> so he, he just says that line in any situation. Yeah. I, I don't remember if he said. Actually, to be honest, I don't think he did say I'm like a crazy person there. I think that was that was me kind of just uh, me me uh, adding a little yeah, um, yeah a little flourish to it. <laughs> but well, I mean, I, I could on be the wrong, premiere but... episode of the comedy podcast, yes. it'd be. 
you know, Kalmini and Slayer talking about their great fight scene, soldiers of fortune. Yeah, remember when I punched (laughs) you in the face? Yeah, yeah. And I I do that awesome elbow move. Like, I would have beat you, uh, Christian. (laughs) It's like, Slater, I would have beat you. So it basically... So it'd be, you know, the first episode would be like memories of what's yeah, the soldiers of, of fortune. Yeah, yeah, memories of soldiers of fortune. <laughs> I'd listen to it. That's really one of uh, cinema's greatest fight scenes. So it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so rare that when you yeah. see two people cast in a movie that you want to see fight, that they ever actually fight, right? I mean, I mean the, the one I think of is, is um. Uh, oh, now I can't even think of the name of it. Retrograde with um, Dolph Lundgren and Gary Daniels, where I'm like, oh, it would be great to see the two of them have a fight scene, you know, or at least maybe, you know, you know, get after it with some action scenes together. We get none of that. Not, where Soldier not. of Fortune's like, you're, you're thinking, there's no way I'm going to yeah. see something so great. And it's, it's, it, it's like, just, you know, it's your, your, there's your, no way. <laughs> well, that is the magic of DTV. I mean, you, you really don't know what you're going to get. You're like, it's, it's unpredictable. It could be like a dud where it's, it's nothing like what you think, or it could over deliver the goods and give you more than what you want. You'd never know. Which, that's a great segue into my next podcast, oh. or to our next podcast idea, Matt, which is podcast fights. <laughs> so all of our How top five work? people, you know, like top five actors we usually do could be fighting in movies. So look at this. Billy Blanks versus Robert Ginty. Jerry Trimble versus Hughes. Wincott versus Rothrock. Zadar versus Marcini. They, they've never fought anything. These are podcast fights. Okay, this is interesting. I feel yeah. like this could almost be a segment on our podcast. Well, it is our podcast. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, we could develop this idea into a segment. Like today's, oh, I don't know like what we podcast call it, fight? should have been an action fight. Yeah, or something. Okay, that's something that should have been an action, action fight. fight. <laughs> or, or uh, Matt, you have a rockin' uh, version? <laughs> it has to be rockin'. Should have been an action fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Trimble, isn't that like the whole soundtrack to um, yeah, movies by the fist. Yeah, yeah live by the fist or just about just squealing guitars? Like anything yeah. that happens, pew! Yeah, he's um, like roundhousing people. Yeah. <laughs> and Stranglehold, he asks, how about a diet sandwich? You know, I, yeah, that's the one with asking for a diet sandwich, which which we'll always mention forever. Yeah. I guess it could, I guess it could be a real thing, a diet sandwich, you know, just having well, a low fat it, cheese, you know, just like, we'll, we'll like, talk to Alison Brie about it later. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the thing, so, is, but Matt, I think you were going to say something about this segment about the, yeah. but I, I mean, are we talking about like things that really could have happened or yes. is it? Yeah. Okay, so it's not like a thing where it's like, you know, Charles Bronson fights, you know, Scott no, Atkins, no. Where, you know, no, it's something that probably no. wouldn't ever actually happen. No, these are real things. Well, I could, unfortunately, you know, Bob Zadar is gone, but this really mm-hmm. could have happened, you know, Bob Zadar versus Marcini in a movie like Forgotten Warrior 2. And that is very like surprising that. because they yeah. kind of trafficked in a lot of the same type of stuff, you know. And Trimble versus Hughes, it's right there. Oh, why didn't that happen? That's a That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, if you have any ideas, Matt or Brett, because um, well, you know it's yeah, I think like you know like um thinking about you know some of the best fights, all right? Like you've got um you know we just talked about Slater and Calmini, um you've yeah. got Speakman and Shatner and, and oh, you know, oh yes, Land of the Free, yeah, and uh, so it's like Lamas yeah, and Hughes and Bounty Tracker. Yeah, it's like the idea that you've gotten some of these makes it like okay, we we should be having these others. I mean, I think. You know, I think uh, you know Zagarino and Dolph Lundgren in a gym 
fight would be great. Oh, you know? it'd be great. Uh, like they're working out together. Maybe one of them. This, this, here's, here's how it starts, right? Is that maybe, you know, they're working out in the gym. They're wearing shorts with like the tank top things or whatever. And maybe Zags makes a comment, you know, something like, hey, man, you still work, you know, you, not, haven't been working on legs lately, have you? You know, he's like, what? You say my legs aren't, you know, and then my legs like, are very good. Right, you know, exactly. I don't, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm going to spot you right now. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> they like, yeah, can you spot me? He's like, yeah, I'll spot you. Oh, and then like he punches you. him in the face or something. Yeah, it was like a barbell. It's like, there's a like, spot. Here's a spot in your head. I cut you off, Matt. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's, a, that's what I was saying. No, I think like, yeah, maybe that's part of it too, right? As you come up with how the fight could have possibly happened oh, in the great, movie. great point. Yeah. That's true. And, you know, there's been gym-based fight scenes before. I mean, yeah. so this could really work. In fact, even uh, it was the killing machine. Wasn't there like a scene in yeah, the where gym? He, or maybe it was a like, home oh, it was gym. More, more of a home gym. Yeah. But Trimble versus Hughes is probably one of our, is a good idea because you could totally see this where Trimble punches Hughes, makes no dent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then, like and then five, vice versa, punches. he yeah. does the same thing. No dent. No dent, then, yeah. <laughs> and it goes on like that for a while. <laughs> it's almost five. like it, it, Expect No Mercy, which now has been released by Vinegar Syndrome. Um, you know, the scene with, was it Wolf Larson yeah, and Billy Blanks? And Billy Blanks, where oh, they the basically just tear. Part. Yeah, the, the, the shirt tearing is just, <laughs> that, that's worth the price of admission alone. Um, it does have a commentary by Jalal Murhai, so no. um, maybe Are he'll explain gonna... Why that? No, we're, dead, we're not gonna be that lucky. Well. I gotta, I gotta check that out because I, I think I was, do, I, I think I was talking about expect no mercy with um, Will from uh, Exploding Helicopter because he wanted to do an episode of like virtual reality in movies. You know, like, oh. like that period in the nineties. Oh, so, there's um, a lot of high head. Yeah, yeah, floating like, high head. Yeah. The floating high head. We talked about that one. We also talked about um, uh, virtual combat with um, yeah. the floating. Uh, Rip oh, Taylor. Rip Taylor. Yeah. Yes. So, so two out of the three movies we talked about, because I, I can't. The third one was um. Actually, no. All three of the movies had because we also had um. We talked about uh, uh Cyberjack, aka. I was Virtual just gonna say Assassin. Cyberjack. Yeah. Yeah. Just like who's yeah. floating in that? That was um. You had at the very end. You get it's not really a floating <laughs> head. It's like a okay. computer, uh, Brian James head. Oh. Um, where he's like laughing because he's, he's, he's the virus that kind of goes into the computer and now. Oh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll count that. You yeah, know, it's not like, quite yeah. a floating head. It's not almost yeah. as good. It's not, yeah, it doesn't quite meet the other two, but it's it's it's. I guess it's like two and a half is what you get maybe for those three movies. <laughs> but it, but it is an interesting pattern or like a motif. Like why do they have floating heads well, look in the scarier. future? You know that could be a fight too. Rip Taylor versus Joel Murray or Rip Taylor versus Rip Torn. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they can rip each other's shirts like an expected. Yeah, oh no, I don't want to. Do it, maybe you go to the um to the, the Bloodhound Gang line about Rip Taylor, and that's how the fight starts. As Rip Torn goes, you know, Rip Taylor, your girlfriend, you know, I nailed her or something like that. And it's like, what? How dare you? And then it's like, boom, boom, and that's how the the fighting starts. Yeah, this that's is, this is this is something here. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can mention one. Well, you did mention Dolph, but I'll, I'll come back to him. And one more podcast idea, which, which is bye bye the McLaughlin <laughs> Group podcast. Okay, you know if the McLaughlin Group had come out later than it did, much later, it yeah. would be a podcast because you know a lot of these news shows also have podcasts. It wouldn't so, be unusual at all. Um, so I, I like your John McLaughlin better, Matt. Bye bye. Brett, do you have one? Well, I, I, I've tried. I, you know, I, I said, I've said before, I really wish I was better at impressions, but I guess if I was going to 
throw my hat into the ring here, I would just so I would just say, bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> he always wears like a red jacket before he passed away. Like he was like propped up by like you know stilts basically. <laughs> and then this he was, had in his contract that Eleanor Cliff couldn't host the show. No. So is that true? Hot, that is yes. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, he made it. He actually made it, so it can never be called the uh, Cliff Report or gr- group. The Cliff, the, the Cliff one group. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that was kind of all vindictive. over Rising Sun. You know. Yeah. Rise. When's the last time you watched Rising Sun? Because Eleanor Cliff has more screen time than Sean Connery. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that is not an exaggeration at all. <laughs> Which, she has more it was like, almost on the poster with the giant face. Yeah, it was Connery, Snipes. Snipes. Cliff. <laughs> She's holding a gun. <laughs> I always remember Eleanor Cliff on the McLaughlin glue um, after um, after the um, Bush v. Gore was decided by the Supreme mm-hmm. Court. And they were doing, you know how they do like the round table thing at the end where they're like, you say something, you say, you know, and he's yeah, like yeah. shouting at them and they have to say their thing. And Eleanor Cliff's like, oh, the Supreme Court revealed they had a lot of elephants under their robes. And I was just like, that's a <laughs> just like the idea of that line is just like <laughs> that is kind of silly. Well, I do. I mean, I think the McLaughlin. I can't even say it. The McLaughlin, McLaughlin group uh, came really into prominence after Dana Carvey did his impression on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> That's right. I think most people maybe wasn't even on their radar, but you now he'd do that thing. We'd go wrong, and um, I think then people said, "Hey, what is this?" And maybe they started watching it. And I started watching it, and it is you know it's pretty slow going, but it's just like. It's, <laughs> Was it on C-SPAN? It, well, I, no, no, PBS. Was it? It was on oh, PBS. PBS, yeah. yeah. And maybe on C-SPAN 3, like, later. But it's yeah. like, <laughs> not even C-SPAN 1 or 2, 3. It, it was on at this, like, I think, I, I want to say, there. I don't know if it was a block with, like, that and the William F. Buckley show. Um, that was <laughs> what one, a block. Yeah. That, that's that's the power hour. Exactly. Yeah, talk about, I remember, I remember talk about power lunch. My buddy and I used to watch that one, because that was kind of the same thing as McLaughlin, where William F. Buckley, like, he was kind of, he was definitely up in age and he would like just have this huge slouch when he'd sit in his chair and he'd just be like this complete mess. And then he'd be like talking to these people about whatever it is, you know, and he just would, would spew out these like conservative, like, you know, like, like whatever antithesis to whatever the person on the show was saying. But it was like, I don't know, you know, like, you know, cause the other, like the other person would always be like, you know, in a nice suit and everything. Cause you're like, you know, I'm going to be on William F. Buckley show. I got to look, look the part. Whereas his, like his tie was like all kind of skewed and he, he would just be like draped there. And so we would do that. Like we would do our, our impression that we would do like the Buckley sitting or, you know, like, we'd be, like you know, if the class was so like, you know, like boring or whatever, it's like, man, I don't, you know, I'm going to turn into William F. Buckley here. You've had a great life. You know, it's like, <laughs> You're watching the William Buckley show. You're living the dream. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. well, he was the guy from Crossfire, right? And wasn't he? Well, don't make me sing the song, but oh. Crossfire. <laughs> you got <laughs> Crossfire. Yeah, William was playing the game Crossfire. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So it would be. Oh, but the, the thing uh, about Bye Bye, if you have one yes. more bit, which is, you know, because Bye Bye is on PBS. We, You know, Matt, I would be interviewed. You too, Brett. So it would be like, hi, this is this. Welcome to NPR. My name is Cayenne Pepper, or it's really Cayenne Wolf. But in today's spotlight, it's Bye Bye, the McLaughlin Group podcast, and its creators, Matt, Brett, and Ty. Welcome. <laughs> okay, so this is also you could do your NPR voice. That's yeah, I know I usually get to do that. So, but I love Cayenne Pepper. She's a great uh, reporter. So it's like, 
<laughs> so this is like your character, like your Calderon that you like you made up. Well, I kind of made up Cayenne Pepper because it was it's pretty close to Cayenne Wolf. So it's but like, wasn't it that guy you like, like Larry Westbrook or something? <laughs> I'll get I'll look into that. Well, oh, Matt, okay. are you about to say something? No. Well, yeah, just like like yeah, like the idea of like you know people are like like we're like watching old McLaughlin Group episodes <laughs> and doing podcasts on them. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, PBS has to do their thing, and yeah, it would. You know, so, so what made you guys decide to do this? Um, it was, it was, it, we were just, you know, doing, you know, I guess like that's the other thing too is like, do you, do you have to sound like a guest? You know, it's like, so what got you into to being a clown? I, I think that was one that I listened to one time um, when I was in the car with some friends. <laughs> somebody being interviewed about being a clown and how they they got into. And did the clown sound wacky? Like whoa, whoa, whoa. no, <laughs> no, that honk, honk, honk. <laughs> that, that was the thing. Like he was completely polished and was like talking about it, like this, like like you'd have somebody on talking about their woodworking company or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah, it was it was like the most absurd thing I think I'd ever heard. I was like, but it's what? funny that you think that you know, their voices have to match. Like, what if there was a mismatch? Like, what if like well, NPR? That's a great segue, but go ahead, Brett. Oh, because what if NPR interviewed like one of those morning zoo guys, like Bubba the Love Sponge? <laughs> yes. Like, what would happen then? Hey, thanks for having me on here today. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Could you take it down just a couple of decibels? No way! And then there's like a bunch of sound clips. Uh, Can you imagine? Like, because, you know, I think a lot of of elderly folk listen to um, NPR. Can you imagine, like, somebody has, like, a, a, you know, a a visiting nurse who's there, right? And they've got, like, the the NPR turned up really loud so they can hear it. And the visiting nurse is, like, doing whatever. And suddenly Bubba the Love Sponge starts yelling. Like, I mean, they were just, like, like, I don't even know. Like, the close to have a heart attack you'd be like so like you know it'd like, be a lot louder yeah it'd yeah be, just suddenly be... like all of a sudden here's bubble the Ludge, love sponge yelling into this <laughs> mpr thing that's already cranked up to like nine you know it's like but yeah the the host never changes so the host is like so when did you become bubba the love sponge yeah and then like what does <laughs> so that, that mean stays for you right okay, that that's a constant but uh well it's funny matt you kind of i don't know if you meant to do this or not but you kind of stumbled upon another podcast idea because like you know how there's other like fan podcasts for shows like you know the saved by the bell one with each episode they talk about an episode of saved by the bell what if there was a mclaughlin group fan show where they talk about each episode of mclaughlin okay that is what it would be okay i thought it was made by you know like a um media buzz type thing where it's made by the creators themselves no 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 it, no this is our we're reviewing not reviewing but we're like listening to it reviewing each episode of mclaughlin okay okay so that is what it was all along yeah, okay yeah, i wasn't sure it's called bye bye right yes bye bye because uh, you know it could be made by them you know if they were alive or if he was alive you know it so is, it's kind of like an offshoot to the show just like an audio version but it has like more uncut uh, material that could be that work too, and that makes you know, it's wacky pod. There's podcasts for everything now. Remember our idea, Brad? It's like there's a crime after me podcast. <laughs> yes, because like, you know there's all these true crime podcasts. True yeah, crime. that would be one. <laughs> Fox News presents there's a crime after me podcast. It's just like, yeah. well, there was a crime after me, and it's coming out to me, and then there's a six episode series. Like, <laughs> right. Well, and okay. then you mentioned uh, voices changing, which is a good uh, segue to our second to last idea. Okay. Which is the kind of the return of voice swap, which is you know Owen Wilson and Dolph Lundgren they switch voices like the yes. Parent Trap or uh, yes. vice versa I guess. <laughs> so Matt, go ahead with your uh, big uh, comedy scene for this one. Yeah, so so it's just one of those things where they they wake up one day and suddenly yeah. Dolph Lundgren's got Owen Wilson's voice and yeah. Owen Wilson's got Dolph's voice and Dolph, you know, he's he's selling this face cream and he's got yeah. to be on QVC with you know mm. hosted by Rick Delmeyer and he's like as himself. 
Right. It's like, how am I supposed to sell face cream with Owen Wilson's voice? This is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to kind of do this routine where Owen Wilson's like off, off set, like trying to like say what yeah, Dolph like, needs to whoa. say. And then Dolph yeah. is like, you know, lip syncing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a Cyrano de Bergerac kind of thing. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Omeyer doesn't know what to, how to what to make of any of it, you know. And it's like, yeah, you know, they, like, you know, like, yeah. they cut to him. It's like, what? And he has this wacky, quizzical look on his face. You know, like, like these crazy actors, they're always up to something. Wow, I'm Dolph. Wow. It's like, and then it's like, but it affects his career. So like, he yeah. gets less acting jobs, you know, because they expect him to be the tough guy Dolph yeah. with the low Dolph voice like, then yeah. like there's a meeting with the producers like I'm sorry Dolph I, I can't hire you for this next job as you know the killing machine too because wow. we can't like he's like why not I mean that's why not, not? Like, yeah I mean that's not what Owen Wilson sounds <laughs> wow. like at all but it would be a wow. high yeah. oh, and, and I didn't even think of this but then yeah, Owen Wilson's career takes off because yeah yeah he becomes like this <laughs> this dark brooding guy yeah, yeah exactly that's exactly that, it yeah yeah everybody yeah. loves him and they're just like you know but it, Owen Wilson becomes like this Maybe he even gets to be bigger than Dolph ever was because yeah. he's doing like Liam Neeson, like Taken type movies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then they're like, I don't know what it is, but you know, Owen, you, you're it's something about your acting like style that's changed so much. <laughs> Thank you very much. I am Owen Wilson. I am Owen Wilson. I am Owen Wilson. I'm not doing you and me at the pre two anymore. I'm not but doing then, the Punisher. <laughs> He's <laughs> a Punisher too. He's like in the, the Punisher too. Punisher. It's Owen and then too. There, you know, there's a poster. Owen Wilson is Owen Wilson, the, the Punisher. Punisher. Thank you very much. I'm. I'm and then he gets interviewed by like Steve Kameko as himself. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I'm as Owen Wilson. I'm the biggest action star in the world. It's just like. But then wouldn't there have to be some sort of resolution where the yeah, voices go back to normal to, at the end? Maybe they have like kind of a fight and they punch each other in the throat and it goes back to normal. <laughs> it's like, you like, stole my career. Yeah. yeah and it'd be yeah, like a big yeah. <laughs> drawn out, like a long drawn out fight scene. Like yeah, the one at the end of the, of the hunt, you know, yeah. between Hillary Swank and um, the girl. I can't think of her name. It's like this long drawn out fight scene. Oh, Betty Gilpin. Ben, yes. Yes. Betty Gilpin. Uh, it'd be like that. You know, just this long drawn out yeah. thing. And yeah. then. And at the end, they're like lying there, and they're like yeah. all beat up and it's bleeding. Like, wow, and then, I'm back. And, and then the voices come back. Yeah. Right, right, back. Owen goes, Owen goes, wow. And then they both look at each other like, what? What was that? Then, oh yeah, it was <laughs> in the credits roll. Oh, it would be like, whoa, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like he's you know like you know like yeah. like a big charge like he's running after him with yeah. a butcher knife like across the room oh, he's going yeah. wow yeah. <laughs> like you know that's like his big charge you know like yeah. his cry yeah. his battle cry and then it uh finn <laughs> yes finn yeah i, I said a little the steen idea too because in um um there was i think it was the tracker um the Dolph Lundgren movie there's a scene there's a really great mm. scene where he's sitting in an Italian cafe with like kind of like a you know the coat and like the sweater and all or the scarf and all that stuff and I like the idea of him having the scarf on and like going to order and then being like you know what, what, what would you like Dolph and he's like I, I lost my voice you know and he's like because he doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to sound like Owen Wilson and he has to pretend right. like he's got the scarf on exactly. him, you know like all yeah. that stuff it's that's like, great his right. like, I, I have a cold yeah yeah Right, right. Wow! Wow! Of course, like he spills the coffee on himself, and he's like, "Whoa!" And they're like, "Dolph, is that you?" And it's like, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gives himself his... away. Like even the yeah. waitress who's never like met him before, it's like, "Dolph, you don't sound yourself. Like you sound different." Or, yeah. Like maybe she she has a thing for him. Like she thinks yeah. he's hot. And yeah. then when he spills the coffee, or or maybe it's not even it spills like maybe like a bird like comes and attacks like a pigeon comes again. He's like, huh, like, a, like like a Fabio, like a Fabio kind of thing. Right, yeah. And he's like freaks out at the bird, and then yeah, suddenly the waitress like. 
And then she just like walks away and he's like, wait, wait, no, wait. You know, that's almost <laughs> wow, like Wow, 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 wait, wait. <laughs> wait, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Which has probably happened in several Owen Wilson movies. Yeah. Um, or, uh, but yeah, no, it's a good idea. It's just and everything else is the same. Just the voices change, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that's ever been done in a movie before, you know, but I think it's new and original. We have two extra little ones. Okay. This is our last two, um, which is, we found it today, Matt, which is uh, Kelsey Grammer mm-hmm. and Tori Spelling and Spellcheck. <laughs> grammar and Spelling. It, yeah. it, it'd be a lot like ham and bacon, right? Yeah, where exactly. they'd have to team up. Yeah. Um, Taking out the grammar Nazis of the world. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, that's good. I, I think that's a, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, because because we were saying how we we can't use Grammar Hammer because uh, the Sklar brothers already came up with that for a joke wrestler that they had on Cheap Seats. So so it's it's got to be spell check. But yeah. but yeah, you know, just be like you know like you know th- these typos are deadly or you know yeah like, yeah you know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, type, deadly. I'm trying like to think that. how I'm trying to think how a deadly typo. Oh, it's like the, it's the, a, don't the, kill this South American dictator, and they they shouldn't have put in the word don't. And then, like, they have to assassinate him, and then... It would be like a... Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. It would be like that. It would be like a hidden code, but spelled wrong. Like a like a hidden code of, you know, like the Zodiac, or something like that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh all right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then they try to figure it out, because they're smart, Toy Spelling and Kelsey Grammer. Well, so, yeah, they probably both work at a college. Oh, know, yeah, right. that works. That works. They both because you know how like Indiana yeah. Jones is like actually you know is a college professor, I guess. So it'd be like that. Yeah, their their day job never is. There. <laughs> yeah, he takes a lot of time <laughs> off. But yeah, uh, what the heck? He's never there, man. He's always like. Well, he has tenure. You know, he can't. Oh, his tenure. Him. Okay. Yeah, he always <laughs> go on sabbatical. That's that was. Yeah, like that's what they call it. Sabbatical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, they're, always, they're always on sabbatical, working on books and stuff like that. But that could be the you know their day job. You know, they're they're college professors in the English department. Um. At you know some you know like a made you know, up university uh, that they I always know, like use Northern U yeah like, like Northern <laughs> or a Hudson like on yeah. Law and Order it's Hudson yeah, University Hudson. What's, uh, what's the newspaper called Law and Order oh uh, the New York the, Ledger <laughs> it's not at all like the New York Post or uh, the Newark Ledger in New York City. oh yeah <laughs> right so that's, that's probably what they did they just combined yeah. them they just put them uh, together yeah but yeah so like yeah. a mini series maybe a show maybe on Lifetime or it'd be funny it'd be like that weird show it's called like Signed Sealed Delivered have you heard of this? That's Eric Mabius. It'd be like I a, it, oh, it's like a cheery show. It's on like Lifetime. Oh, and it's, it's about the post office. No, nah, see, I was oh, oh uh, the inspectors. It's well, about postal well, inspectors. Yeah. It's like postal inspectors, but not as serious as the Jonathan Silverman, uh, Lou Gossett Jr. movies. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking this uh, grammar and spelling or, yeah, or spell, spell check. check. Yeah. Uh, it, I'm thinking it's more like numbers, like on the show numbers. They, oh, okay. Like yeah. it's like a darker show where they have to use numbers to solve crimes and such. Maybe it could be this could you know like the the English version of that. Well, speaking of Northern Exposure, you know you got uh, got the Moros. It's yeah. like uh, <laughs> is that what they like, call them? The I do. I like the idea too of Judd Hirsch as the dean of the English department. Oh, they were. perfect. Yeah, because yeah. he's the dad. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah like and then they, they go to him when they're really in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's like a mastermind that can solve any any, any puzzle or any yeah, riddle. Like or, right. He's like, yeah. It's like the, the issue is right. Is it that, yeah. that they're ending the sentence on on a preposition? Yeah. yeah. Like oh, I never actually, thought of that. Yeah. You go that's back perfect. into the history. It turns out there was never actually a rule that says that that's wrong. <laughs> right. 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 They're always something like that. It was a long time ago. There were prepositions. Let me tell you a story, Kelsey. Yeah. Then Tori really might be Tori. 
the mystery of the dangling participle or what is the dangling participle referring to is it yeah. the, the subject or the predicate like, yeah what, exactly <laughs> and, and there would yeah. have to be a one episode or possibly a, a two-parter about the schwa yeah yes that would give me an episode named Predicate. It's like, yeah, Predicate. That could almost be the show name. Yeah. Um, okay, sure, Predicate. Well, no, be, well if, if it was on NBC, it would be called The Predicate. Yeah, the Predicate, yeah, because always The Blacklist or The yeah. Endgame. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Have you been watching that, Matt, The Endgame? No, no, I haven't, no. It's like The Blacklist, but instead of Spader, it's uh, Miranda Pacarin. So right. she carries the whole show. Everyone else is kind of window dressing. So. <laughs> That's basically what it is. I guess that's their formula. They get like a bigger star, and then they have yeah. them say all the good lines. All, as all you the good saying. lines and yeah, all the good lines and, good and cool ideas, and then everyone else is like, eh. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, what was the one that had the person who had like all the tattoos? That was like, <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> that's so funny. That's just what I said when, oh man, off air we were talking about the same yesterday. I said the same exact thing. Blind spot. The blind spot. The blind spot. Spot. Blind spot. Right. Still the right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's no the, but we'll call it anyway. The blind spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, now you're saying in the first season they shot people in the head and it was violent yeah. for NBC, but then they yeah. got rid of it. Yeah, they kind of watered it down supposedly. So, but I'm gonna I'm jumping back into it soon. Just I have a huge pile of stuff. <laughs> I guess our last one, our last silly idea. Well, this is coming in right on time too yeah. with the hour mark. Perfect. Um, which oh, one more moment here. Two seconds. It is the great classic new show, Twenty One Trump Street. <laughs> okay. Okay. Your back's against the wall. Okay. It's like Hansen's he like the, still in trial. It's like he really is now. Was would he be like the principal of the school or no? What, he would what, be Hanson. He would be the Johnny Depp. Oh, oh, he's the one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Trump now and he's seventy. Yeah, Trump whatever now, years he's old. undercover. He's the Johnny. He's Depp undercover Depp. in high school and and yeah. no one says anything. No, not about it. No one says like he looks kind of old to me. No comments. No, like, no comments. And he's wearing like a backwards baseball cap and like yeah. a loose fitting shirt of some sort. Yeah. I could see I didn't that. Even think about it. The reason why he's doing it is that he gets convicted on these like tax evasion fraud <laughs> things that he's being tried for. And when he's convicted, the, the, the his lawyer makes a plea deal. That, yeah, like, but it's, it's part of the plea deal. Yeah, it's part of the plea deal is that he Let's goes undercover down. in schools to try to root out you know issues. And so that's that's why he's going undercover in the schools. As, as <laughs> and and, and of course, and he doesn't try to change his voice at no, all. No, no, it's the same. And I have a great idea because maybe in one of the episodes, there's like a you know a I don't know, some sort of corruption going on in the school, and there's a puppet show. So mm-hmm. you go, no puppet, no puppet show. Okay, <laughs> right. it's like, I don't like puppets because I'm not a Putin puppet. Okay, so it's like, <laughs> and then and and there could be like a girl who like winks at or like is look checking no, him out because like yeah. some like 15 year old girl. Yeah, just, like, he's, like the hot cool kid at the school. He has a skateboard or something. <laughs> and they would be like you know Ronald. Trump, or it's, it's, it's Donald Trump, but he, no one knows that he's Donald Trump. <laughs> right, well, that's they did on the Donald the Wayans Hansen. brothers. Yeah, it was Ronald Crump, if you remember that, Matt. And then Sean works for. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I know no, the plot of it. We'll have an idea for an episode too, where. Um, oh, go ahead. Because you know, like nowadays, like they they talk about wanting kids to eat healthy in school, and it's like about like <laughs> dietary restrictions and stuff like that. And like one day, he just like gets McDonald's for everybody in right. class. And if it's like a cheering. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he, just, he brings his he brings his own burrito bowl, and everyone yeah. thinks that's really weird. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like this yeah, is exactly. my burrito bowl. This is the best burrito bowl. It's like why do you have a yeah. burrito bowl, Ronald? It's like I like I admire a lot because he still has has all the same references. <laughs> yeah, like, I admire a lot where I live. 
uh, I live, Wig. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, where I don't live. I don't. I, I, get the, I get the best burrito bowl. 21 Temp Street. So he sings the song. <laughs> he sings the song, too? <laughs> and then, you know, Holly Roberts and Pete would also be on the show. Everyone would be on the show. So it would be Greco. And, you know. <laughs> then if ever Trump is, like, off doing a rally, they could say yeah. he's off testifying, just like he's he did on 21 Trump like, Street all the time. The real Hanson now is testifying against a certain... Oh, well, that's true. That is <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. Wow. So, the topical. life really comes full circle. <laughs> Daily Topica. Okay. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. The other idea is for 21 Trump Street. It would be on for four oh. seasons past two, past its prime. And then they'd make two movies with uh, Jang Tatum and Jonah Hill. So it's just like... So. Uh, okay. It, wow. So not just that it's four seasons. It's four seasons past its prime. So what is yeah, that? Yeah. Like, it's like eight, eight seasons? seasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long was 21 Jump Street? It was on for a while, wasn't it? It was on for a couple... It was on four or five seasons. Uh just, I would jump ship after like season four, then, because that's when Hanson's always testifying, right? Uh, AKA Johnny Depp's Johnny movie Depp. career Johnny is taking Depp. off. Yeah, so, exactly. so they, oh, where is he? Uh, he's uh, testifying. Yeah, yeah. He's so not, it's like he's, he's not uh, making Edward Scissor hands at all. <laughs> right, well, is that well, making cry baby. Okay. Yeah, well, I said they. Yeah, cry baby. Okay. You're a pencil <laughs> neck. Um, <laughs> or, but they did the same thing on um, uh, Miami Vice. Like, oh, where's Crockett? Uh, he's uh, testifying. Yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> nope, he's not making dead bang at all. He's yeah, just yeah. <laughs> so that's that. They always had that out for when like the main star that. is not around. Well, they got it's, Booker, you know. Well, I think that is how they got Booker because they they want to give Greco more time in the sun. Did you like Booker, Matt? I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's funny. I just realized, right? So I was, I, I was looking up Twenty One Jump Street, and I, I did it by looking up Richard Greco. All this time, I've been misspelling Greco's name. I've been spelling it G R E I as opposed to G R I E. Oh, so G R I. Time to call in spelling and grammar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. spelling and grammar. Subject. Help me out. <laughs> but also, I'm wondering if. Um, if I've missed, like, if his tag is misspelled, I have to double check here because it's possible that, like, mm. uh, Point Doom and, and you know. <laughs> oh well, you want to be able, to, you you have to fix that immediately because you want people to be able to look up Point yeah. Doom yeah, as much as they want on air right now. Uh, well, like, before well, but I actually, I kind of understand why you you know misspelled it that way because you're probably thinking of Geico, the insurance right. company, you yeah. know. And, Geico. Yeah. <laughs> so how about that? You know, we had podcasts, we had movies, we had TV shows. Yeah. How about commercials? Why don't they get Richard Greco to do an ad for Geico? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hi, I'm Richard Greco. I mean, Richard Geico. I can't tell which one. And but. then he does like a high five to the gecko or something. Yeah. Of course, I, I hate insurance commercials. So I don't know why I'm giving them ideas. Well, but why is Shaq in all the insurance commercials? Well, he's in the like, everyone. He's, he's in not, everything. He's, he needs money. I think so. So here's the, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I should be doing Shaq gossip. Um, but I think <laughs> okay, you know, we get some Shaq gossip. It's like so, <laughs> so supposedly when 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 Kobe Bryant when he had that that sexual assault trial, supposedly mm. when he was being interrogated about it, he made a comment about how. I should just do what Shaq does and just pay off my women or something. And Shaq had like a wife and six kids at the time. And I think she was like, whoa, okay. So you've been cheating on me. Oh, Shaq. No. She, she dumped him. So he's got, you know, a wife and six kids that he's still paying for. Um, so he kind of just needs, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, sign well, me up. Every- it's like Icy Hot and uh, yeah. Icy Hot. It's like Bear. He's in like Geico. He's in every commercial I see now. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I think he just needs the money to to cover. Well, well it's, why it's, can't so he it's, make Kazam too? Then 
Well, that's a good question. Or Steel 2. Steel 2 again. Steel 2 would be great. I mean, I'm talking about DC action movies. Like, that's right now with DC, right? They're trying to kind of do this whole, like, thing. I mean, can you imagine Shaq as Steel in the the Justice League? Like, what would that be? Would that be the uh, the O'Neill edit, maybe? Yeah, yeah, it's the O'Neill edit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, they they make so many of these superhero movies. Surely they can find room for that. I mean, yeah. it seems like a no-brainer. Um, um, now, but, just an update. I can say that, oh, yes, I was ahead. spelling Grico's name correctly. Um, I oh, okay. I Point Doom re- review and saw that. Oh, the other good. thing, too, is Point Doom has four uh, external views. Of the four, um, two of them are, are uh, you guys and me. Um, so <laughs> well, we, 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 we account for half of the Point that, Doom that's external reviews on IMDb. And possibly half of the entire viewership of Point Doom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think Sebastian Bach has seen Point Doom. I wouldn't. He didn't even mention it in his autobiography. So. No, he's, he's so one of the three real... images that I have on the, the, the post. Sebastian <laughs> Bach. It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're. I mean, we're out of uh, subjects for now. We have a. We're, we're cooking up some part six soon. But, I, I, uh, I heard. I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, I'll give you maybe a small preview, which okay. a certain uh, Seagal could be coming back. Oh, Seagal. So, All right. Yeah. We have a new well, idea of with him. I guess there's it? no shortage of material about him. Um, but uh, but yeah, but the thing about you know, well, what do you think, chicken, Brad? What do you think of these like subjects? You mean, like, you know? I like them. I mean, yeah. they're all good ideas. I mean, there's a lot of puns going on, you know. Yes. But uh, I mean, I think you did start strong with the with yeah. the with the perishables idea with yeah, all the perishables food people. And then yeah. We ended on 21 Trump Street. So yeah, no, I think that was solid. You know, <laughs> good trajectory there. I thought yeah. I like the order you guys did. It was tricky order because I didn't know it was. I was talking about it with Matt off, well, on air, off air, yeah. So it's like <laughs> never getting. But yeah, I think we we here. covered a lot of a lot of ground here. I mean, oh. we have a lot of different ideas, um, things they could make in real life if they want, and uh, yeah, it's just a rich uh, mine for it's a rich tapestry. It is. It, it <laughs> really, really tapestry. Is. Like... <laughs> uh, he's the new Carol King. Um, but um yeah so because you know the reason i just want to say the reason why Shaq is still working is kind of like nicholas cage syndrome right Mm -hmm. right you you have to keep working nonstop. um that's the only thing i wanted to say even though Uh, i think nicholas cage is more based upon tax problems but uh, Shaq just has Shaq problems you know just like (laughs) but you think all the money he made from Shaq fu would uh, yeah or blue chips you know when he played when he played neon you know you spent like 20 million dollars yeah. But Jack, how much money did he get for Shaq Fu? I mean, that he ran out of all his Shaq Fu money. I, just I guess can't believe so. It goes quick. It's well, that's he true. Had it. He had the money. It's just with the out with the the, the divorce settlement. Oh yeah, mm, that's always, that always that's a, that'll get you. And, well, and yeah. six <laughs> kids. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if he was cheating, I think right. If you're cheating, oh. and it's like you've got six kids to pay for. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I gotta assume these kids have got to be over eighteen at this point. But you know, maybe it's just like yeah, it kind of just you know. Well, they're probably yeah, used I mean, to a very high standard of living. You know, you have to, yeah, you have to they, keep them in, you know, mansions and whatnot. Right. They're all very tall, right? It's, yeah, probably. Well, it's like George people. Foreman. You know, they're all named yeah. George. And are they all named probably, Shaq? Yeah. <laughs> they're all named Shaq. Yeah, all his children are named Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> and the girls are named Shakina. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, isn't that what George Foreman did? Isn't there yeah. a bunch of Georgina's? Like Georgina. George and Georgina's and Georgia's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, on that note, there, but we can say, uh, "Oh, thanks again, Matt, for being on yeah, the program." Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you guys for generating all these funny ideas. <laughs> no, it's fun. Um, Matt, did you want to plug? Uh, yeah, and actually, before I do yeah, shoot thing, up the pluggos. I was, I, was oh, looking, I was kind of browsing the um, the Point Doom uh, uh, 
one, and actually I misspelled Grico's name throughout the post, but the oh. tag is correctly spelled. So it's mm. kind of funny that, yeah, I don't, so I, I've got to go back and look. you got to go back in. These, these Grico reviews, I guess, and, um, yeah, and fix them. <laughs> you, you have to rethink, well, not just your Grico reviews, but probably your whole life. Because yeah. <laughs> your whole life yeah. is, you and thought so, Grico was spelled one way, and then you turn around and it's not. Yeah. And yet I spelled it correctly for the tag. So which you know, so I'm kind of embarrassed to tell everybody this, but if you're interested in seeing the site, it's dtvconnoisseur.blogspot.com, <laughs> where yes, typos and misspellings of actors' names abound. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're gonna look up his site, just give it like a couple of minutes so he can fix the Greek right. spelling yeah. and then check out. So don't go on. Well, I mean, this probably won't be posted for a while. So by the time this is posted, I, I'm guessing you'll have all the misspellings fixed. It's DTVC, yeah, yeah, not DTUC, isn't like that. <laughs> DTVC, yeah, right, right, because yeah, this is yeah. Don't think of it like the um the uh, the old English script, right, where, where the V was the U or something. Yeah, this right, is yeah, that'd be confusing. See, mm -hmm. and um, that's where you can find links to everything: the podcast, um, the um, the you know, social media, letterboxed, all, all that jazz. Also, my two novels, A Girl and a Gun, and um, Chad and Accounting. Those are the two. I can. Trust me, I have proofread the novels multiple times and made sure there, are no, <laughs> there might be a typo here or well, there. That I missed, will but... be on the case. That'll be one of the episodes. We'll see well, the how finale. many times in your novels did you mention Richard Grieco? Good question. I, I, <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that part. And, and the problem is with Richard Grieco, right, is if you misspell it, it's going to tell you like, oh, yeah, you've got an error. And you're like, well, you don't have Richard Grieco in your in your dictionary. So, of course, right. I'm going to correct that. And <laughs> exactly. Then, Why then not? Miss that... a lot. Webster's missing out. Yeah, maybe we need to. Yeah, maybe. Well, I, I could I could check while we're chatting here, but I I don't mm -hmm. think that Richard Grieco is. Um, let's see if I type in Grieco. But see, but then Grieco would have to become like um, I guess it would be a an adjective or you'd have to you have to say like oh yeah you're so Grieco like it would have to become a word people say then it well, would be names, I don't mind starting doing that you're so Grieco some names are are, are in the, the spell check but Grieco isn't one of those mm -hmm. so yeah if you thought it was G-R-E-I instead of R-I-E you you would know spell check wouldn't be able to help you because it, it's going to be considered wrong either way so yeah that, that's probably what it was you know so I was just like well you know the blogger spell check doesn't know so of course you know it's like yeah. Yeah. well i live and learn you know this if this podcast is nothing if not educational and <laughs> yeah. uh, people learn a lot you know yes. when learn a lot love you know learn a lot love a lot you know. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes keep on living uh, matthew mcconaughey i know uh, i should go out, i should go out to like <laughs> michael's or someplace and get one of those live laugh and love Oh God! And and then yeah, put Matthew McConaughey like in the quotes. Like he's got a picture next to it. Or you can buy some bongos and <laughs> right, um, some bongos. <laughs> Do some shirtless bongo drumming. Yeah. Don't oh, rat rat. Just, yeah, just outside your home too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, folks? All right, all right. <laughs> right, right on the front lawn. Just anyone passing by. Is, yeah. It's like, is that Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, um, no, absolutely not. But well, you hey, have you the know, Matthew part. Yeah, you're Matthew. You're just yeah, you're not, Matthew not, McConaughey. I, I am a fellow Matthew. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and your yeah, name rhymes. Your last name rhymes with McConaughey. Yeah, exactly. You, it's right there. <laughs> you're almost him. You're we're, so we're, close. You're not, I'm now calling you Matthew McPorrier. We're H E. You have to spell it with a G H somehow. Yeah. I am part Irish, so I guess there's that, right? That that, oh. that could be, you know. So it's like, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, Matthew McPorrier. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna <laughs> go play some, get some bongo drums and just get over this whole Greco fiasco. <laughs> the Greco fiasco. Yeah, I, I, I like that's 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 ring that ring to it. 
But uh, I guess well. Okay. Well, our plugs. We'll I mean, go shoot well, out the plugs. But. Well, I mean, just uh, there's uh, CR podcast at yahoo.com and uh, the podcast itself is on most of the good podcatchers and well, they come up and reviews podcast and the website come up and reviews dot net. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to, you know, message me, you know, Ty Action Rocks on Instagram. Usually you can find me there. Twitter's Ty Come Up and what I posted the Rain Killer, oh, the Japanese I, tape. Post um, that today. And then uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess uh, thanks again, Matt, for being yes, on the program. Thank you. And the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and the program show. Yeah, <laughs> it's no subject. It's fine. Yeah. No, sorry, yeah. We're just goofing around. So I guess um, we'll uh, be back soon. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye.
sir. Could you take it down just a couple of decibels? No way! And then there's like a no. bunch of sound clips. Bonk, 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 bonk. Uh, <laughs> 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 